New Hampshire has two species of grouse. You're probably familiar with the rough grouse. Listen to those wings as it beats a hasty retreat. But there's another grouse found in the state that few people have ever seen. Too bad the spruce grouse is so little known, because it's got to be the most audacious of the gallinaceous. Okay, that's really just a fancy way of saying chicken-like bird, including both grouse and the wild turkey. And this one seems almost tame, unconcerned when it encounters people. I'm Dave Anderson with the Forest Society. And I'm Chris Martin with New Hampshire Audubon. And this is Something Wild. We wanted to get the full scoop on spruce grouse, so we phoned a friend. So my name is Jill Kilborn, and I am the non-game bird biologist for Vermont Fish and Wildlife. So it's everything from warblers to owls to shorebirds. Jill was born and raised in Coas County and saw plenty of spruce grouse in the 20 or so years she worked for New Hampshire Fish and Game in the North Country. I think they're pretty adorable, personally. Spruce grouse have striking plumage, especially the males. Red combs like giant fake eyelashes on top of the eyes and dark brown and white stripes down the chest. A crazy quilt of brown patterns. And look for this telltale sign on both male and female spruce grouse, the chestnut brown tip of the tail. Otherwise, the female might be mistaken for a rough grouse, but overall, it's a much darker brown. Their color makes them concealable in those spruce fir forests, but you put them in a northern (laughs) hardwood stand and they'd probably stick out like a sore thumb. Spruce grouse are more common in eastern Canada. Here in the Granite State, the spruce grouse is truly a species living on the edge. In the White Mountains, they inhabit dense balsam fir and red spruce forests on mountain ridges above 3,000 feet, where they can find their preferred diet of spruce and fir needles, especially in winter. And they also live in lowland bogs and sphagnum-covered woods scattered across the Androscoggin River Valley. And it turns out that spruce grouse are really picky about which spruce and fir forests they prefer. They like 20 to 50-year-old spruce and fir stands that have lots of branching all the way down to the forest floor, have dense structure that they can hide in, but also has the structure so that there's vegetation growing on the forest floor where they like to find bugs or blueberries or things like that that they like to eat. New Hampshire had an outbreak of spruce budworms that ended in 1983. Spruce budworms are the larvae of a native moth that tend to recur on a 40-year cycle. Subsequent salvage logging regenerated an ideal forest for spruce grouse, lush young spruce and balsam thickets. Spruce grouse like trees with lots of low branches. They often move around the woods by walking from tree to tree on those interlacing branches. Spruce grouse will do a display in the spring where they'll start on the forest floor and then fly up to a low-hanging branch and then fly back down to the forest floor. So it's kind of this flight pattern. They also do this kind of side flutter shuffle on the forest floor as well. (laughs) Spruce grouse Um, shuffle. And and I think they also have a vocalization that they do, but it's probably just not as, as common. Since they prefer forests adapted to cold temperatures, spruce grouse could be pushed farther north in the future. And with less snowfall and more freeze thaw cycles, it potentially exposes grouse to more predators. It allows for a bunch of different species that typically can't be in those snowy places to be there. Essentially, the whole winter and put predation pressure on a species like spruce grouse. 
The elusive spruce grouse is emblematic of the species that live in northern zones and forests, like moose, marten, and lynx. With a warming climate, it's particularly important that we monitor for changes in these populations and their forest habitats. Turns out this bird story is really a forest story after all. Of course it is. Forests age and structure create ideal habitat for birds that are hanging out on the very southern edge of their range. And here in the northeast, the edge of that edge occurs right here in northern New Hampshire and northeastern Vermont. Something Wild is a partnership of the Forest Society, New Hampshire Audubon, and NHPR. And thanks to Jill Kilborn, non-game bird biologist for Vermont Fish and Wildlife. One time when I was backpacking in the White Mountains in May, I was able to mimic the little tuk-tuk clucking sound, and I had a male spruce grouse circle me and fly out of my backpack and then flail at me with his wings. I think he may have been trying to mate with me. (laughs) 